are you all doing out there on the internet in cyberspace how y'all doing how y'all doing how y'all doing hope everybody's doing good hope you had a wonderful week hope your family and yourself are well and safe and prosperous and strong in your faith and strong in your belief and whatever that may be i had a good week hard week work was a little strenuous but uh we got it done. We got it done, you know. But I am excited to be back with you for another episode. This is the Esotericish Podcast. I am your host, Your Majesty. Coming to chop it up with y'all. A little bit of spirit talk, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? A little spirit talk, that's all. And um, just really excited and glad to be here. Glad to be in good health. Kids are well. You know, we eat and we sleeping well. Everything's good. We protected by the most high. Everything's good. Um, yeah, I got a little bit I want to talk. I jumped up, um, this morning, you know, that's kind of, I guess how this is going to go, like I said in the last podcast. And, uh, just wanted to jump on here with a message from the spirit and, um, had, had a bit of a very informative week this week. Um, at the top of the week, I was in prayer and just talking to the mother and I was like, okay, my like, you know, just show me what you want me to know. Show me something that I need to be brought into the knowledge of, you know, um, sometimes as some of you who are spiritual will know, you know, spirit don't strive with you always. Sometimes it feels like, you know, Hey, where'd you go? You know what I'm saying? Where'd you go? What's up? What's up? Why you ain't talking to me? Did I do something wrong? You know, but, um, that's just, that's just the way it is. It's not always that you've done something wrong, but, um, Spirit does get get silent, I guess, giving you time to process, you know, whatever it told you last um, before it starts to download more information. So I was laying in the bed early at the top of the week and was just meditating and stuff and was asking the mother to lead me and to inform me of something that she would have me to know. And so I was riding down the road because when I generally do my job, I do a lot of driving. So I like to listen to my podcast, um, not my pod. Well, I listen to my podcast every now and then, but I like to listen to other podcasts and stuff. And I like to go on YouTube and listen to some of the other spiritualists and stuff like that, Afro spiritualists or whatnot. I just like information, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm kind of really big on um, hearing other people's thoughts and what's going on in the world. So one particular day, I believe it was either Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which one it was, but it was really nothing on YouTube. It was, I didn't want to watch, I didn't really want to listen to no music. I was kind of in spiritual contemplation. So, um, I didn't really, I didn't really want to be entertained, so to speak, but I did want to listen to, you know, uh, different people and their opinions about stuff, whether it be spiritual or whatever the case may be. So it really wasn't nothing popping off on the, on the YouTubes and whatnot. And I didn't, I was just like, okay, I don't want to listen to music. So spirit said, go to, um, go to a particular website that I've been familiar. I've been familiar of this website, um, for a while. I mean, maybe 10, 12 years now I've known about this particular blog site, but, um, it's a blog site that I had intended to use, uh, to promote my music and stuff like that. But I had been on it a couple of times over the last 12 years, just kind of skimming through it and was never really interested in like watching none of the videos and other people post because a lot of it was just political stuff, you know, um, 
uh, conspiracy theory type stuff. And back then I wasn't really into all of that. You know, I kept myself abreast to what I could based on uh, via the, the, the mainstream media. But other than that, eh, I wasn't really I was so into spiritual things that is just politics was, I guess, like not my forte. Right. And so and I'm not no political genius or nothing, you know what I'm saying? But as I've been growing spiritually, I've come to find that it is very important as spiritual people that we continue to keep ourselves knowledgeable about the decisions that are being made for our lives. Right. It's very important for us to not be so heavenly minded that we are no earthly good. It is important for us to not allow uh, the blindfold of religion and even sometimes the blindfold of spirituality because you can get so overzealous, you know, so dogmatic in in being spiritual so caught up in it that you forget to come down and be in the earth and keep yourself abreast to what the rulers and the and the governing bodies of the world that we live in what are the decisions that they are making on our behalf so i was i was i've been watching this particular blog i'll 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 give a reference to it later on and just going on and watching various videos and ironically a lot of the blogs are uh are are videos that have been put together shows blog shows podcasts um that have been put together by of course white well not of course but uh, by white people you know it's a lot of QAnon, uh, a lot of those trumpers a lot of a lot of uh, white people who keep their uh, their selves abreast to what's going on in the political realm right but what i found to be enlightening about it is that they are not <laughs> they are not reporting as mainstream news reports mainstream news gets on my nerves you know I might glance on it but some of the stuff they say and do is just idiotic and it defies common sense it's almost like you can clearly see on some of those news channels and I won't mention anyone but y'all know who I'm talking about on the news channels you can almost clearly see that they are literally insulting our intelligence like they are hoping that we are too dumb right or or too caught up in other and in, in just trying to make a life for ourselves that we're not listening to the foolishness that they say so a lot of times i don't i don't watch the mainstream news um i might peep in on it every so often but i end up fussing and cussing at the tv so i just i kind of jump off of it and, and start my day and keep it moving right but this particular blog site uh, the white people who do these these uh, these these videos and they put together all this information and some of it is on the conspiracy conspiracy theory side. Some of it is they got receipts for the information and it's all having to do with the political moves that are being made behind the curtain that that they are hiding from us with the nonsense that they choose to put before us on mainstream news. It's a it's a wonderful site, very informative. And I was asking the mother, why does she lead me to this? You know, um I had an experience in the middle part of the week. Well, no, that was at the top of the week. I had an experience at the top of the week with an individual who came to my house and we were talking 
and they were informing me that they were uh, planning to relocate to another state. And so one of my questions was, and this is a person who knows me very well, but one of my questions was, um, have you looked at the political climate in the state that you're trying to move to? Have you researched the decisions that the governing bodies of that particular state that they are making? And I'm not saying that it's right. I don't know. I'm just asking a general question um, to trigger a train of thought. And the response I got was kind of like, well, nah, no, I haven't. Like, you know, uh, I guess I, I can't be worried about that and, and, and so on and so forth. And I said, okay, you know, and one of the comments that they made was, I'm surprised, I'm surprised you're talking to me about politics. They, you know, he, they were surprised that I was talking about politics because they know me to be uh, spiritual. They know me to be a prayer warrior. They know me to deal, deal with my situations in the spirit and just believe God and go forth, right? So... I didn't really put it all together as to why spirit had led me to this particular blog and was 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 bringing me into all of this information about what's going on politically. Um, but I made the connection later on in the middle of the week. And so I woke up this morning basically to get on here to admonish us. Those of us who are, and it doesn't matter what religion you're a part of, if you're a part of no religion at all, this is, this is not definitely something that is um, predicated upon your faith of choice. But if, you, if you're claiming to be religious, if you're claiming to be spiritual, and yet you are not making yourself aware, you are not choosing to spend time to be truly aware of what is going on in the world around you, then what what warfare are you actually in? Like, to be spiritual, one aspect of being spiritual, as most Christians will know, most people teach in the Christian church, um, is spiritual warfare. But like I was explaining to my mother when I was talking to her about this yesterday, spiritual warfare is not always, oh, well, a demon tried to sit on me in the middle of the night and tried to hold me down or, you know, spiritual warfare is not always like spiritual in the sense of you're, you're fighting spiritual entities directly within your household. Sometimes it, and a lot of times it has to do with the spiritual darkness and the wickedness that resides in the governing bodies of the world in which you live in. And, and this is the thing. In the church, we're, we're, we're taught this. We're literally taught this. But yet, I find in my, my latter years in the church, the church had gotten so fanned to sleep. Most Christians had gotten so fanned to sleep. You couldn't even have a political conversation with most Christians because, you know, the whole church and state is separate and everybody basically just decided, you know, we're going to do our spiritual thing and let the government do their thing and it does not coincide and God going to take care of us and whatever they do, it doesn't really matter. You know, and so now that I'm on the Afro spiritualist side of things, it's like mother is teaching me that these things do matter because this is where your warfare lies. Your warfare lies in the decisions that evil individuals, people who have demonic intentions and evil intentions, not just for you personally, but for the whole of the world that you live in. 
the decisions that they are making that are directly opposed to your spiritual growth, your economic growth, you being able to thrive, your children being able to thrive, your grandchildren being able to thrive. But we're still so busy like Hikabashan that we don't even take the time to make ourselves knowledgeable of the truth of what's going on or even try to seek out some semblance of truth. You know, particularly as black people, we 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 have an allegiance with certain with certain ideologies. We have an allegiance with certain belief patterns and things like that, whether they be political or whether they even be in the church. You know what I'm saying? We're so busy looking for Jesus to be our scapegoat because we told that he was we was told that he was our scapegoat. So we're so busy looking for a man that did not exist, historically did not exist. There's no proof that he ever existed. But how they appease that fact is by telling you what you have to believe in what you can't see. So even if somebody comes along and tries to bring you into the real world and bring you into reality, you're still bound by this element of faith in believing in what you can't see. You, you have no proof in no books that he existed ever. And we get so caught up in Jesus going to fix it. Jesus going to work it out. Jesus will work it out. Jesus will work it out. That we don't make ourselves abreast to what's going on and the true evils and the true battle that we are in spiritually is not about heaven or hell. It's not about heaven or hell. So we're so worried about the next life. We have we have no we have no thought for this life. And. I've been learning, and this is what I wanted to share today, is that there is a balance. And if you are truly spiritual, then I'm trying to ask this question. How are you spiritual and yet you have no idea about what's going on in the world around you? I go on some spiritualists, some other Afro-spiritualists on the YouTube page. I find them to be entertaining. I find them to be informational spiritually and stuff like that. But they're still they're still having conversations about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and what that means spiritually they're still having conversations about black men and black women and why, why what's wrong with us and what that means spiritually they're still having conversations about will smith slapping somebody and what and it's like those things are so trivial when you recognize that all of that is designed to keep you not only mentally distracted and, and, and bogged down but spiritually distracted from the real warfare that you are truly in I had the privilege this week of being brought into some other energy, some other information. And I am very grateful. And this particular blog site, uh, there are so many people on here that, and the whole blog site is geared around really, well, this particular category, but it seems like the whole blog site really is geared around bringing you information that you're never going to hear on MSNBC or Fox News. You're never going to hear it because those particular platforms of news are all controlled by the ones that we are in warfare with. So these particular, these particular individuals who go on this particular blog site and report what's really going on help me to understand just how behind the eight ball I am as it relates to the security and safety and thrive, thriving of my family. And that real decisions are playing out in front of us and playing out spiritual decisions are being played out in front of us and played out to affect our lives, and yet we have no spiritual answer for it. 
Because jumping and shouting is wonderful, and there is a, that is a weapon of our warfare. But it, it it can't fix everything. Knowledge also is a weapon of warfare, and being knowledgeable. I mean, we spend half of our spiritual life, our religious life, our Christian walk, binding up the devil and rebuking the devil and, and not putting a face to who the devil is, not putting a name to who the devil is, not putting a situation to what is it that we're binding unless it directly affects us at home. Like somebody messed with me on my job, so I, I, you know, I might bind that up. Or somebody messed with my children at school. Something that directly affects us. But what I'm saying is, is that when you make yourself knowledgeable of what's going on politically around you, then you have a better opportunity to wage spiritual warfare so that, that, that like the scripture says, a thousand may fall at my right side and 10,000 at my left, or whatever that scripture say, left, right, whatever. But it says that it shall not come nigh me, Psalms 91. But if you don't know something trying to come nigh you, then... And you don't know what that thing is and you don't know how to identify that. Then how do you truly wage accurate spiritual warfare? And I think that's why a lot of us are burned out spiritually. Or have just retreated to light and love. You know, just stay light and love and everything will be all right. And don't even want to exercise any spiritual warfare because we've basically been fanned to sleep. We have been put in a coma. You know, the chaos and the nonsense and the shootings and the murder and the hunger and the, 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 the prices of everything being jacked up. It has, a, it has a way of creating a mental fog and a fatigue. So we have all of these different spiritual tools. We have meditation. We have, you know, prayer, of course. We have uh, uh, fasting, you know what I'm saying? We have all of these things. We have dance. We have singing, all of these spiritual weapons. And yet we have, we have a limited understanding as to what are we actually fighting here. Because what we are actually fighting against ain't got a damn thing to do with Kanye and Kim Kardashian want to be black ass, allegedly. Right. What we're really fighting here don't have anything to do with Will Smith slapping Chris Rock the other other month or two. What we're really fighting here doesn't have anything to do with whether black women can be submissive or whether black men can be better leaders. Those conversations are so trivial. And the only way they do have something to do with it is as a distraction. As a distraction to keep you from looking deeper or can keep you from asking what and why. So when I ask the individual, have you. Looked into the political climate and, and, and where you're trying to relocate before you go. You know, their response to me, well, it's no better here than there. And I said, well, no, that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. Right. So I wasn't trying to be right or wrong. I was just trying to challenge a thought process. But the response was, I'm surprised that you are talking to me about politics because they know me to be spiritual. And this is the lesson for me this week. And this is what I share with you. Being spiritual is not an excuse to not be knowledgeable about what's going on in, uh, according to the people who... Uh, or what's going on in the in the in the arena of the people who make decisions about your life? We know that God is all supreme. We know she's all supreme. We know she's the most high. We know that everything gonna be all right. 
But we also know that we are we are ambassadors for the kingdom. We also know that we are soldiers in warfare for the kingdom. We also know that we have to participate. We should be bringing down the kingdom to earth. How do you do that if you don't know if you if 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 you don't know if you don't know where the kingdom needs to be exalted? In what arena does the kingdom need to be made? The crooked paces need to be made straight. How do how do you do that? How do you wage spiritual warfare? Because it is warfare, meaning strategic warfare. And this is why we are spiritual yet be get knocked over the head. Because the people who control things understand strategy. And there go your Kanye and your Kim Kardashian. There go your Johnny Depp. There go all of these little different distractions, your mass shootings. Because they understand strategy, but yet we don't understand strategy. We don't understand strategy. We don't have a strategy. What happened to the days when the church was shut in? What happened to shut-ins? Hmm? Where'd that go? Oh, that went away with the, it don't take all of that calling on Jesus and the GGG ain't don't take all that. We're going we gonna to modernize the church. We, what they really was meaning was going we going to water it down and make it ineffectual. So we don't do, we don't do no, 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 anybody shutting in or nothing in here and praying all night long no more and calling on the Lord all night long. No we don't do that anymore. And then it'll be those same Christian people who don't want to exercise true spiritual power that will 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 speak negatively and call what an Afro spiritualist does, call it witchcraft. And, and even if it is witchcraft, you speak it with a negative connotation as if witchcraft is not needed, as if because we're willing to actually put our spiritual practices to work, tangibly put it to work, then we evil. But yet you got all the spiritual answers, good Christian, and yet you're not willing to exercise any of your spiritual. You're just willing to go to church, look cute, and wear Louis Vuittons and stuff and drive Mercedes and stuff. That's it. So think about it. I picked up your pills, made your lunch, and your laundry is done. When you care for a loved one, you take care of everything. But are you taking care of yourself? Find free care guides at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP. Cheek and Stem, a message brought to you by the Ad Council. So, I want to I want to start this particular segment by reading a scripture out of the Bible, uh, because the Bible is what y'all believe, and 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 as you should, because it is a powerful spiritual book. It is not as religious. It is not. It is. It, it is not as religious as you think. Religion and spirituality is different and not always one and the same. But the Bible is a spiritual book when you when you pull away all of the nonsense, right? So in in Ephesians six, right? Ephesians six is a very very familiar passage of scripture. Uh, verse twelve. Listen to this: For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. 
So there is an esoteric understanding of this scripture, which is talking about, you know, uh, different hierarchies of, of, of evil energies and demonic energies and so on and so forth that have an influence over the world that we live in. But it's almost implied and should be understood that if they have an if they have an evil influence over the world that we live in and they are in high places, then it should be the high places where we wage the spiritual warfare. It should be it, it, it makes perfect sense that is it, it is in the principalities of the world that we have the problem with spiritually. Because the spiritual hierarchy are not going to come down here and and, 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 and and just be messing with us little peons down here that have no power, no pull, no control over the world. They're going to manifest themselves in government, in our politicians, right? They're going to manifest themselves in the higher structures of the world. So I'm trying to understand if you're, if you're in spiritual warfare, how is it that you are not aware of what's going on politically? If you're spiritual, how are you not aware? Yolanda, if you're spiritual, how are you, how do you think that you could just, you know, uh, uh, go about your day, go about your month, go about your week, living in a rut and not making yourself aware from a spiritual standpoint as to what is going on in the hierarchy of the world that you live in when it directly affects your spiritual growth, your economic growth, the growth of your family, the, your ability to live, thrive, and be at peace and have freedom. This goes back to what I was saying in the other podcast when when I was saying that they don't want you to not have nice houses and nice cars. They don't care about all of that. What they want from you is your freedom. They want ultimate and supreme control. Now, my weapons that I use are spiritual to combat that. But I can't combat what I'm not aware of. And to just know that they're doing wicked stuff is not enough. It's not enough. As a people, one of our, and I generally don't like to make like blanket statements like this, but it, 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 it still stands to be true, whether you are of the diaspora or whether you are on the continent. But as Africans, we typically don't like to read anything. Most of us don't even read our Bible. And yet we Bible-toting believers. Well, y'all are, Right? So, my whole thing is this. The lesson that I got in the spirit this week is that to be spiritual is no excuse. To be, to be religious is no excuse. To have a title in the church, prophet, pastor, preacher, teacher, evangelist, uh, uh, overseer, bishop, is not an excuse to be ignorant of the world around you. What blew my mind listening to the content on this blog was that the way they broke down and backed it up with receipts concerning concerning the uh, one of the other podcast podcasters or, or it's not a podcast, but one of the other Afro spiritualists, you know, because you can't say certain things, to, you know, you know, on the Internet because they get the ban and stuff. So she called the whole COVID shot the whoop wop, you know, so <laughs> I would just borrow that real quick. 
the way they broke down the whoop wop and the and the and the jabs and and all of that, the way they broke down the political agenda of the right and the left and and their political agenda agenda as Trumpers and QAnon and so on and so forth, the way they broke down what is really going on blew my mind. The way they broke down what's really going on in the it, with the elites of the world. What's really and why all of our children are missing. And not my children. They ain't going nowhere. I, I, I cover them spiritually. But the reason why there's been a mass missing of children and kidnaps and trafficking. What's going on at the border of Texas? The way they're breaking it down and the way they're backing it up with receipts and information, real information, not, not conspiracy theory, not hearsay, not, not just bumping the gums, which is what you find on all of these other, these, you know, like your YouTubes and your, and your Facebooks and your, all your social media. You know, they ban all of this information because they just want to be able to put out salacious nonsense to keep you distracted. Right. But this particular one is talking to real and bring and giving information. And it blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. I picked up your pills, made your lunch and your laundry is done. When you care for a loved one, you take care of everything. But are you taking care of yourself? Find free care guides at AARP.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP. She can stem. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. I called my mama and I told her, we, we, we got some, we got some work to do. We did call a family meeting, a pooling of resources, and 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 prayer because I can't even, I can't even, I can't even, I don't want to go into what was said because I'm going to give you the resource at the end of the, at the end of the plot, uh, podcast and you can go check it out for yourself because you really need, they are, those people over there are, are really good at explaining and a lot of what they said, um, they were using words that I wasn't familiar with, um, that I was ignorant to, um, and, and things like that. So I have a lot of research to do to make myself abreast because I've just been sitting around uh, fanned in, in a coma to what's going on in the world. Not a spiritual coma, but to what's going on in the world. And this is what I love about the Divine Mother. This is what I love about her. Because she is the slayer of ignorance. You, if, if, if she is the, see, see, the way they presented to us this Bible and the whole Christian thing, it, 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 you have to have a certain level of ignorance to even believe it. You know what I'm saying? But when you start making yourself really aware, when you take the time to maybe say, let's put the Bible down for maybe a year and read other things and, and, and research the historical references and stuff like that and really research even some of the stories and stuff in the Bible, which, you know, once you research it, you'll be like, how did I even believe that? Because that's complete nonsense. But when you're overzealous because 
you know, this thing that was given to you called Christianity, you believe has has changed your life. And I'm sure it has. I'm not saying it doesn't have any power. But what I'm saying is, is that it's so overlaid with a lot of nonsense that the only people who really get any effect from Christianity or any real power is those who actually pursue God. Like actually spend time in prayer, not just going to church and giving your offering because you got 90 percent of the church are not don't read their word unless they in church. 90 percent of the church don't open up their Bible unless they in church. 90 percent of the church don't pray unless they in church and the, and the pastor saying, let us come to the altar for prayer. That's about the only time some of y'all pray. So you're not you're you're not on a spiritual journey. You're just occupying a, a, a pew because somebody told you that's what you needed to do or because you feel like that that'll keep you out of hell at least I don't know but I said as I started to study from a spiritual eye and not from a religious eye then it started to make sense as I came into the the truth about the about who and what the most high God really is then then it's it started to really make sense it's like the the blindfold that had been placed on my eyes my lack of sight my lack of being able to truly see was 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 was, was awakened right or was circumvented by me having an awakening you know because the Divine Mother is the slayer of ignorance. One of her main, main objectives is to get you, is to enlighten you and bring you into true spiritual awareness. So your rituals and stuff have a place, which religion is built up off rituals. So when you have a body of people or a, a sector of people who all exercise the same rituals, whether it be Christianity, Muslim, uh, 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 um, uh, Islam, it doesn't matter. But when they all exercise and push and preach the same rituals, then that breeds a religion. Your rituals are fine. That's, that, that's cool and everything, right? But that doesn't automatically... That doesn't automatically equate into being spiritually aware because you can get so caught up in just being ritualistic that you miss the you miss what spirit like spirit just went all past you and you didn't even see it because you were so caught up in making sure you burn your sage and making sure you do you know what I'm saying like you were so boxed into I gotta do this I gotta do that I gotta do this I gotta do that that spirit couldn't even tell you I don't want you to do that today I need you to do something else. Now, whether I'm, this is the one thing that I'm very glad of. When I came out of Christianity, you know, that was one of the first lessons that Spirit gave me, that the Divine Mother gave me was, I didn't take you out of one religion to bring you into another one. So this ain't about you leaving out of Christianity because that's the white man's religion and now you're going to go over here and join some African religion because a religion is still a religion. What I'm trying to show you is how to be fluid like Spirit, how to be fluid not boxed in because I'm not boxed in. I don't do the same thing every day. So I'm not requiring you to do the same thing every day. I saw another Afro-spiritualist that was trying to explain ancestral altars and trying to explain how to maintain your altars and admonishing people. If you don't have the time, if you don't have the discipline, don't do it. But that's religion. 
Religion would say if you don't, if you can't isolate the same time every day to be at your ancestral altar, if you can't put the, if you can't put flowers on it, if you can't maintain the food and the offerings, if you don't have no no ancestral money, then maybe you shouldn't do it. If you're having troubles and stress going on in your life, then maybe you shouldn't do it because these altars they require maintenance. And they do require maintenance, but because you may not be able to block out the same time every day or do the same thing every week does not mean you should not erect an ancestral altar. Your ancestors are there to help you. I mean, I, mean, I don't understand. Are we spiritual or are we religious? We got to choose. We really do. Because even when you're spiritual, even your rituals must be fluid. They can't be boxed in. Got to do this, got to do that, got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. Got to not read this. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about what Joe Biden doing. That ain't got nothing to do with the spirit. We, we got to go where spirit lead. And this week, she led me to politics. And when I got there, I realized, O-M-G. We we down here, like I said on the other past, uh, podcast, down here on this here level, the people who go to work every day trying to feed their family, raising their kids, you know what I'm saying, trying to love on their spouses and just make it, we have no idea of the darkness and the evil and the destructive nature of the people that are in power. And in one respect, we are to blame because we've been in the information age long enough. And in another respect, we are not because their strategy is to keep you so distracted with nonsense that you have no energy, whether spiritual or physical, to go look and see and inquire and glean information. And then as black people, we got a whole nother, a whole nother something going on with us because most of us don't want to hear what white people got to say anyway because we always believe they lying. Because we have a chip on our shoulder with, with white folks. We're not going to go to their sources and where they're congregating on the Internet and really listen to what they are saying and really let them explain to you why they climbed, climbed the walls of the Capitol like that. We're not we just All we saw was some white people acting like monkeys, and that was, that was entertainment, if anything. It wasn't even alarming because we so sick of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, the white people are white people in again. You know? But this is one thing I stand by, and this is one thing I shall say. What you can't call white people is unintelligent. You can call them a lot of things, but you can't call them dumb, for sure. And I'm generalizing, but y'all know which white, kind of white people I'm talking about, because there's some dumb white people out there, just like it's some intelligent black people, and it's some dumb black people. It's, it's intelligent Chinese people and dumb Chinese people. It's, 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 this is not just I'm just talking, because we have a relationship with them in this country I'm in America so we have a particular sensitivity and a particular uh, traumatic experience so we think that because the redneck white man that we ran across in the meat store that 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 didn't have no problem letting you know that he didn't mess with he don't mess with niggas we think that that's that's that is representative of all white people that foolishness, that dumbness is not representative of all white people. 
and what I'm and I'm not even talking about the race the racism aspect of that example. I'm talking about the dumbness. <laughs> okay? They are intelligent people and they are aware of their own strategy. And if we want to be prepared for the warfare that is going to ensue, okay? Cuz whether we like it or not, they run shit. I mean, let's just be honest. They run in shit. So whether we like it or not, if we see them as an enemy, help me understand why are we as a whole not willing to make ourselves aware of what the enemy is planning and doing so that we may be able to wage warfare as intelligently and even more so intelligently than they wage against us. Why are we still sitting up having conversations about nonsense? Absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense. When there are weightier matters. It's kind of like when, 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 you're, when you're good Apostle Paul, that, that, that y'all love the quote, when he said, uh, are we still laying, and I'm paraphrasing, are we still, are we still talking about repentance? Salvation of sins. Can we not go on to the weightier matters? Most of us are still trying to find our place in heaven. We have we have no no we have no clue. Even from a spiritual standpoint of of what truth is, because we just we're just thrust into this this these false religions. That that they have employed upon us also a part of the strategy also a part of the spiritual warfare may be the very religion that you're in. And, 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 and spirituality is not just about being able to pray a little money in your pocket or pray a husband in your bed or pray a better job in your life. You know, spirituality ain't just being able to pray a little headache away. And I think a lot of Christians think as long as they can do those things, as long as they can speak in tongues, as long as they can lay hands, as long as they can do ritual, then that means that they are spiritually awake. And it does not mean that you are spiritually awake. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with those things, but it does not stop there. Because my people don't perish for the lack of laying of hands. My people don't perish for the lack of houses and cars. My people don't perish for lack of speaking in tongues. They perish for lack of one thing, and that is knowledge. Knowledge. We want liberty. We want freedom, both physically and spiritually. But we don't want knowledge. For the Divine Mother to bring me to this particular platform, on this blog site, my whole question at the start of the week was, show me what is important to you. Show me what, what, show me whatever it is. I didn't have a, I didn't have a clue. This is just me and my personal time with the divine mother, with the most high God asking as a little peon God that the, that the most high God help me not be ignorant because I don't have a clue. 
and I'm still going through my my shedding of foolishness as well. So you got to be honest when you come in the spirit. And, and the best thing you can do is to admit that you don't know. That's the one thing I have. And I can remember in, in, in my walk in Christianity, you know, being so dogmatic and feeling like because I knew my Bible, then I knew stuff. <laughs> I chuckle because... You only you can only chuckle in hindsight. You have to go through it. I picked up your pills, made your lunch, and your laundry is done. When you care for a loved one, you take care of everything. But are you taking care of yourself? Find free care guides at aarp.org/caregiving. Brought to you by AARP. Cheek and stem. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. You, 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 you really have to, you know, make the journey to see how arrogant you were or you are as a Christian. I don't know what it is about Christianity. Um, I guess if you just have a humble nature, then you know you would be one of those Christians who just, hey, how you doing? Everything's all, you know peaceful and stuff with you all the time but um most of us are just most of you of you all and I, I can say that because I used to be one of you so I understand it and had a lot of relationships with a lot of Christians still do and the arrogance you know um the the I know God I know what God will God won't do that God won't do this God, that is not the word of God. That is not God. All of that, you know. And you've only read one book. You know, you only read the King James. And I guess, I guess as great as God is, as big as God is, as, as, as unbounded as God is, as boundless as he is, you know, and I say he um, for the sake of the conversation. But as unlimited as you say he is and, 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 and things like that, you're, you're, you really think he's only found in this Bible. This is like the only book where you can get any kind of understanding about God. And I know common sense ain't common, but um, common sense would say that that's ignorant. How can you take an unlimited God and squeeze him or her, them, it, whatever you want to call it, okay? <laughs> How can you really think that it can be squeezed into one book of 66 books, and it's only 66 because they took out the other ones, that you won't go read because somebody told you that that wasn't a, a real authority on, on spiritual principles? You won't go read your Maccabees. You won't go read your book of Enoch. You won't read the book of Mary. You won't read uh, the book of Thomas. You won't read none of these other books that that um, if you was to go read all your little indiscrepancies and all your little all your little uh, contradictory stuff that happens in your King James Version. You know, all Christians always talk about, well, it seems like the Bible contradicts itself. It does because it's missing the other books. It's an incomplete text. Okay, it's about 40, 40, 50 more books that they just 
shed, shed it out. Nope, we don't want that one. Nope, 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 nope. That's gonna let them. That's gonna show them that Jesus was just a man. He wasn't God. Nope, nope. Take that one out. Take that one out. Nope. We don't want black people knowing that they they might be the real Hebrews. We don't need them to know that. Okay, take that out. Take that out. So, so that's why it seems like. The Bible contradicts itself. But when you go back and study the books that they took out, you will recognize that it doesn't. And it sheds a lot of light on certain stories, a lot of light, a, a lot of stories. Then you will start realizing didn't really happen in real life. That these are allegories. These are mythological stories used to reveal a spiritual principle. But that's not what I got on here to talk about. What I want to talk about is how, as whether you are Afro-spiritualist, whether you're an occultist, black occultist, whatever, whether you are Christian, whether you are Islamic, whether you, I don't care about your religions of choice. What I do care about is the way religion tends to put a blindfold over our eye. I did not say eyes. I said eye. Singular. One eye. The only one that really matters because the two that's in your head is only able to perceive delusion. The reality that plays in the background in the in, in behind the matrix. It has to be seen by the singular eye. Your singular eye must be awoken. And religion puts a blindfold and a sleepiness over that eye because it basically tells you that as long as I do X, Y, and Z, then I'm good. You don't even know who you is to know that you good. That, that, like, you don't have a clue to who you are. Because that you that you really are has to also be discerned by the same eye that sleep, that won't let you see anything else that's in the spirit. We spend so much time assigning a reverence, assigning worship, assigning our rituals. To a God that we have been taught lives outside of us. So we spend time in prayer. And we spend time honoring that God as we should. But we get so caught up in that. We don't realize that this whole life is about you, about you recognizing that God is within you. So we aim our our, our veneration outside of us and we never go within. We, so we don't really, really recognize that the operations of God, the manifestations of God are within you. The true manifestations of God are within you. And, the, and, and a major and the foundational major part of that is you being able to discern with your eye what is going on in the spirit. And being fluid enough to follow spirit. So religion can't help you in this journey. 
But 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 the way they have weaved religions, the religions of the world into us, it, it almost creates when somebody says, man, you got to come out of that, man. You know, the spirit, you know, they ain't real. It's like it creates an anxiety in people because they don't want they don't. It, it feels like and I know it feels like this because when 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 I began to have my journey start, it felt like the floor was being pulled out from under me because all my life I was raised in the church. I was raised in religion. Some of you will not have that testimony. So I speak as a person who does. And if you don't, count yourself blessed. If you manage to become spiritually awoken and yet you was not raised in any one religion of choice, count yourself blessed. You will understand the fluidity that I'm talking about. But I was, and it feels like the floor. It feels, it feels, you, it's, it's a fearful because if, if okay, wait, 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 you say that Jesus, Jesus wasn't real. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, girl? It's scary. The only way to combat that fear and combat that is to go find out for yourself. But you got to be, you got to want to know. You can't keep hiding behind, you know, just believe, just believe. Believe what? Show me something. If God is a God of manifestation, why would he ask, why would he ask you to believe in what you can't see? It doesn't make any sense. But maybe he's talking about believing in what you can't see and you, you can't see it with your natural eye. But your spiritual eye must be awoken. And when your spiritual eye is awakened, you can see God. So religion can't serve you here again. Being spiritual is not an excuse for us to be ignorant to the principalities and the powers and the wickedness and darkness of high places. We can't remain ignorant just because we want to. You know, like ignorance, ignorance and being blind and turning a deaf ear to things does not make you more spiritual. It does not protect your, the spiritualness you think you have. It leaves you unguarded. It leaves you unguarded. Because you don't know where the warfare is unless spirit got to come down and lead you to it, which generally is what happens. But then after spirit leads you to it, spirit expects you to do your due diligence. It expects for you to take what it has led you to discover and go discover it. It's not here to totally do the job for you. You shouldn't have to just wait to have a dream to know what's going on. Your dreams, your, your, what you get in meditation, what you get in prayer, it is designed to prompt you to go unveil something, usually knowledge. Go discover, go figure it out, go find it. Let me, I'll lead you, but you got to be willing to do your part, which means, no, we're not going to read the Bible today. We're going to pick up the New York Times. And see what the hell is going on with them. We're not going to read the Bible today. We're going to have a conversation at the coffee shop with the, with the Muslim man. Oh, but you're too Christian to do that. 
We're not going to we're not going to just pray about it. We're going to actually go outside and pick some of them sticks and herbs and trees. And I'm going to tell you exactly what to do with them and how to anoint them and how to create something of power that you can use to combat. But you won't do that because that's witchcraft. And that's that's oh, 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 oh. And, and and that's one of the reasons why I say, yo, like, yes, you know, most religions have their rituals. But anytime there is a spiritual system where the ritual is to use elements of nature, elements of spirit, like ancestral connections, anytime you get to talking about that, you get all of the religious folks that want to be want to condemn it to hell. But yet they're not doing anything to do anything about anything besides, again, standing behind their pulpits and, 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 and preaching about Jesus going to work it out. It's going to be okay. Keep fasting. Keep praying. Keep going. Don't, don't, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't touch this. Don't handle that. But they don't want to do it. They don't, it's like, show me your faith without your works. And I'll show you my faith by my works. By my works. Right? So, as I was listening to this, part, this, 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 this blog site and listening to the videos, and like I said, I called my mama. And I said, Mom, we got a Hall of Family meeting because we got to pull some resources together. We need to be, you know, we need to be really figuring out. We have had centuries, and not centuries, but generations, generations, generations of our people. And I'm speaking specifically about my family. Um, and I can't name necessarily, and I'm, this, is, this might be a, 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 maybe an assumption, um, but I don't really recall us in my immediate family, that is, that was that was overly not overly but that was um that was really into following what was going on in the world we were just bible toting believers we believed in jesus we believed in church and you know we trucked through my mom and my daddy they trucked through they did a wonderful job providing you know what i'm saying and 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 creating the, the best home they could for me and my brother you know what i mean and my sister and so they did that and, I, and, and they was kind of like, you know, pull it up by the bootstraps kind of people and, and, and put your hands to the plow. You know, that's what I got. That's, that's the energy I can remember as a childhood, as, in my childhood. But they, we weren't overly like everybody was reading books and sitting in the room drinking tea and biscuits and stuff and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't over, overly like reading the newspaper or watching the news or nothing like that. They had to work, man. My daddy was in the army. My mom was in the army for a short time. You know what I'm saying? So they, they, they just, 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 just let's work, right? So my thing is like, yo, we are like uh, behind by at least, as a black people, we are behind by at least 100 years. These people have a strategy to knock us off the face of the earth that's at least 100 years ahead of us. If we don't stop this foolishness, getting on the internet talking about foolishness, talking about foolishness on our jobs, talking about, you know, nonsense, who got the best weed, <laughs> you know, 
What's your weed, man? Your weed, man, good? You know, if we don't stop this, if we don't make ourselves aware of why our struggle, like, if, 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 if we, we, I have conversations with my friends and stuff all the time, and we all talking about, man, these gas prices, my dude, like, man, you seen the price of eggs, girl? Like, you seen the price, man, these prices crazy, I don't know, I don't know, no, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? And yet, we are just reacting, we, we're reacting, we're reacting to the decisions that's being made, but we're not making ourselves aware of how to combat the decisions that's being made, both in the natural and in the spiritual. Now, my forte is spiritual, but what spirit is letting me to know, that can no longer just be your forte. That can, that, 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 you can't just be spiritual. Be spiritual. Go deeper in the spirit. But when you come out of spiritual practices and whatever I lead you to, I need you to apply it to the natural life around you. Because real things are about to pop off up in this mug. And, and... What made me kind of feel confounded was like, man, I, 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 I had no clue. I, I had no clue. And yet I watch the news. I have conversations with other, you know, we talk around here, man. We ain't mute, deaf, and dumb. We converse. We, we see what's going on. We see the mass shooters. We talk about what we, uh, what we, what we, uh, what we like to believe is the real cause for things and the cause and effects and woo 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 white folks white people it again and woo 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 but we're not having like strategic conversations to build a strategy i'm talking about me and my people now you're gonna have to sit down with you and your people and decide whether you give a damn about anything any of this but before i jump off because i'm about done I'm about done. I just want to reiterate that being spiritual, being religious is not an excuse to not be informed about your spiritual enemy that is operating in the high places of this world that governs your life. It you can hikabasha all day long, but if they don't put no food on them grocery store shelves because the truckers can't afford the diesel, it's going to affect you. Now, what are you going to do about that? Call a solemn fast for the rest of your life? <laughs> I mean, there comes a point where the natural man has to be taken care of as well. Okay, so being being, you know, with your head in the, and, and preaching at your conferences and, and running your revivals and all of that's wonderful. It really is, it is, especially when they're being done effectually and in the true power of God. But just all this skating all over the country and, and you know, for a fact, you have no anointing. You can't chase a dog out of a wet paper bag, let alone deal with a demon. Come on. Come on. Stop playing. And looking cute and all of that, I don't understand. I never understood how people go into certain arenas, call themselves delivering and administering the spirit of God, and they're not even dressed for warfare. 
I could tell by your nails that you didn't come to lay hands on nobody. Uh, you didn't come to wrestle with no demons. You didn't come to cast nothing out. You didn't come to deliver nobody. People walk right up into your conferences and stuff and right into your revivals. Oh, I'm going on a tangent now. But I'm going to say what I got to say. They walk right into your little programs full of the devil and walk right out because you're too cute. You're not prepared. You're not prepared to walk no pews and get hold of somebody and, 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 and deliver them. You're not prepared. You can't do that in your heels, in your stilettos. Get out of here with that nonsense. I will not step back in now, church, until I'm led to one that is still showing sure enough about the business. Where the, where the preacher come with her head wrapped up. The mothers come with their head wrapped up with old simple dress on. Yeah, it might look plain Jane to some of you, but them be the ones that will set you free. I, I don't know. I have time. I don't. I don't have time for the. I don't have time for it. I just don't. But at this point, we have to start coming out of the clouds, man. Peep into the clouds, and when the clouds give you the sign, give you the message, give you the signal, come back to earth. See what is really going on, so you know where to wage warfare. No more prayer meetings. No more nothing going on around here. And then as soon as a hoodooist or a voodooist or, 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 or a witch doctor, what you call them, get to work and they work to combat some of this foolishness. Oh, that's evil. You all judgmental. But why aren't you on your post, Christian? Why aren't you on your post, Muslim? Why aren't you on your post, Jew? Whoever. You got the answers. Your way is the only way, then how is all of this happening if your way is the only way? If you're the only one with the power because you believe in Jesus, then how is all of this happening? Because you are not activating your belief in Jesus. You're just talking. Which is all you can do because you don't really even know who Jesus is. You just know who they told you he was. So your first problem still goes back to a lack of knowledge, which is why your Bible says my people perish for it. The blog site that y'all need to take some time, and I'm particularly talking to my people. The blog site that you need to go to, because uh, they them them other folks is already on there. They already they already they already. You need to go to Before It's News, Before It's News dot, it's either dot org or dot com. Type them both in. It'll come up. And spend some time. Spend some time. You want some real information? Get off of YouTube. That's some nonsense. Spend some time on Before It's News. I'm going to start kind of broadcasting uh, in a certain segment that I'm going to create for my for my podcast that's going to bring some of the information to you because some of you just not going to do it. Some of you don't have time. Some of you are not interested. But you might be interested in listening to me, which I appreciate. You know, so I'm going to just, I'm not going to be doing no whole fool. I'm just going to be making certain points and bringing certain things to your awareness as I begin to glean information. But this is information that we need about the, the reinstitution of a brand new economic system. Now, we've been knowing that that was coming and it's here. And what are we going to do? Because we're not, we, we, don't, we don't realize that the problem with the prices and the food and the gas is a part of the rolling out of a brand new economic system. 
where nothing will be valuable but gold and silver and precious metals. So all of your money, all of your Federal Reserve note means nothing. Not unless you convert it to gold or silver. Right? And for those of us who don't really have no money, where does that leave us? We got to talk and pray. We got to use all of our weapons of warfare. Not just the ones you deem to be righteous, but all of them. Because they all are all righteous. Righteousness is a precursor to what's going on in your heart. Has nothing to do with your methodology. You got some preachers in the, in, 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 in the Christian church. You got some, you got some, 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 some speakers and, 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 and gurus in the black conscious community. You got people in Afro-spiritualism. You got some Baba Laos in Yoruba and, and Ifa and all of that. And they all misuse. They all misuse their position for evil. They do it in Christianity. They do it because as long as evil is in the hearts of people, then there's going to be people misusing spiritual, misusing spiritual power. But everybody who is a part of said systems is not evil. And all of the rituals of various systems is not evil. That's some nonsense. All Christians are not evil and all Christians are not powerless. Okay? All Afro-spiritualists are not evil. All occultists are not evil. We got to stop being, you know, separatists around here, man. We got we as a we as a people need to start pulling in all of our ancestral heritage, heritage, cultural tools. All of them. Because I can trust and believe this right here. Trust and believe this right here. The Christians, the black Christians Back in the day, day, didn't have no problems whipping up a gree-gree bag or, 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 or casting a spell or pulling up some herbs to, 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 to heal somebody. They didn't have no problem doing all that. These, these fancy modernized folks of today don't know nothing about no spiritual work. All they know is putting on their dangling earrings and their lipstick and their eyeshadow and their and they good lace fronts and, and going to church, pretending to be awakened and just as sleep as, as a damn doughnut. I'm out of here, y'all. Y'all have a good week. I'll be back with another episode. Who knows when, all right? Peace. The Esoterikish Podcast is executively produced by Your Majesty and brought to you by Emergence Productions.